Hello Predators fans and thanks for tuning in to Penalty Box Radio once again. I am Sam Fleming, contributor and broadcaster here with you on Penalty Box Radio as I'm here to give you a little bit of a recap of last night's game for the Predators between the Tampa Bay Lightning, an overtime win for the Predators to see their great start to October continue. I'll also talk a little bit about what's been the success point for the Predators this season and how they have had this strong start to October. And I'll also give you my thoughts on who's been the best surprise in the NHL and also who maybe has started out of the gate a little bit slower than we expected. But let's get into it first, talking about last night's overtime win for the Nashville Predators, a 3-2 win uh, down in Tampa Bay at the Amelie Arena to the Tampa Bay Lightning a team that won the President's Trophy last season but was swept in the first round by the Columbus Blue Jackets, who were the last wildcard team into the Eastern Conference. And let's get you a rundown of the scoring last night. It actually started off for the Predators in the first period with the Swede, Cal Yarncroft, picking up his third goal of the season, assisted by Roman Yossi and Ryan Johansson as Yossi continues his spectacular play this season on the defensive side and on the offensive side for the Predators. Then the Lightning got two unanswered goals. Steven Stamkos with his fifth of the year from Andre Palat and Nikita Kucherov. The um, Art Ross Trophy winner last season for the league MVP on the power play in the second period. And then it was Tyler Johnson who found his third goal of the season. A beautiful goal out in front of the net from Braden Point and Victor Hedman. Heading into the third period, the Predators were trailing 2-1. to one, But again, the power play continued to succeed with Roman Yossi adding his second point of the game. His fifth goal of the year assisted by Callie Yarncroft and Ryan Johansson. So the same guys that were involved on that first goal for the Predators, just a change of who scored the goal, uh, but at Yossi from Yarncroft and Johansson. As we were tied 2-2 in the third, they went to overtime, and Ryan Ellis uh, sealed the game winner with his second of the year, assisted by Roman Yossi and Colton Sissons, who's quietly had a really good year himself playing as one of the top depth players for the Predators which we'll get into here in the next segment. The win goes to UC Soros. Good to see him get his first win of the season and had a great game between the the pipes for the Predators. 28 saves on 30 shots against a very highly talented offensive team in the Tampa Bay Lightning, which we'll talk a bit about a little bit more later in this um, in this show, but again, uh, Curtis McElhaney took the loss, but didn't play too bad. 37 saves on 40 shots for McElhaney, and the Preds improved to 7-3-1 and one on the season. So, two games left in October. Tuesday, they played the always highly anticipated rivalry matchup between the Chicago Blackhawks at the Bridgestone Arena and then end October with the Calgary Flames who just came off a loss last night in overtime uh, to the Winnipeg Jets in the Heritage Classic, which was a fun game to watch out in that blizzard and always cool to see the outdoor games as the Predators get ready to head to the Winter Classic this year, January 1st, uh, against the Dallas Stars in the Cotton Bowl. But... For the Predators, it's been a good October. As we mentioned, 7-3-1. and one. They're second in the Central Division, sixth overall in the league. Two points behind the Colorado Avalanche, 
who lead the Central Division and have had a red-hot start from none other than Nathan McKinnon, one of their best players and maybe one of the best players in the league, uh, who's had a point in all 11 games this year, six goals and nine assists for number 29 for the Avalanche, 15 total points. But I think it goes without to say the Predators... One of the biggest things we've seen so far from them is the drastic improvement on the power play. Last season, at the end of the year, they were 12.9% on the power play, which was 31st of the 31 teams in the NHL. Not what the Predators were looking for. They somehow won the Central Division and made it into the playoffs, where unfortunately that power play got the uh, power play struggles got the best of them, and they were unable to get past the Dallas Stars and move on to the second round. This year, been a different story. 22% on the power play, and although that number may seem a little bit low, considering where they were last year, a plus 9.1% increase on the power play, and 17 spots up in the league to the 14th best power play in the NHL, it's definitely helped the Predators to have this strong start. And I think there's been a lot of players to thank for the Predators. None other will start with the captain himself, Roman Yossi, who's had a great start to this season. Um, he's had five goals and eight assists for a team lead is a team lead with 13 points. Ryan Ellis just behind him, uh, two goals and an 11 assists, got the game winner last night and is a plus 11 this year for Ryan Ellis. So that's great to see. And then Matt Duchesne, who missed last night, they're uh, big acquisition in the offseasons, had 11 points as well. But also the depth scoring, you have guys like Colton Sissons, as I mentioned, eight points so far this year for Sissons. Turris has gotten back on track. They've had contributions from uh, Yarncroc, who's gotten nine points so far. So I think the Predators have really seen a lot of different players get involved to start this season. And that's been good to have when you have guys that can score on all the lines, all four of your lines, and also on the defensive side. That's great to see for Nashville as they look to continue this strong start into from October into November. And again, UC Soros picking up that first win of the season. I expect him to keep uh, keep it progressing his play to be the form we saw in the winter months last year. So I mentioned I'd talk a little bit about the NHL as we'll highlight the standings. And the team that I was going to talk about who has been the best surprise this year in the NHL, and it's none other than top of the league, the Buffalo Sabres. And the Sabres have been a team that have been on the struggle for quite some time, haven't been in the playoffs in a while. They've had all the talent out there. There was one point they won, I believe, double-digit consecutive games last season. Well, they are tied atop with the Washington Capitals, the Avalanche just below, and as I mentioned, the Predators in sixth. I talked about the Oilers being a great surprise in my preview against the Wild, but the Sabres are 9-2-1 this season with 42 goals for and 30 goals against. And a differential of plus 12. And their home record has been impressive as well. 5-0 and on home ice in Buffalo. And their last 10 games, 7-2-1. and And they've been led none other by the none other than Jack Eichel in 12 games. 6 goals and 10 assists for 16 points for the captain who has 8 power play points. 
he was definitely one of the big pieces to help this rebuild, and it finally seems to be coming together. Their number one overall pick, the defenseman Rasmus Dahlin, who's had 10 points, a goal, and nine assists, has played pretty well for them as well. They've also had Jeff Skinner continue on another great season, six goals, two assists for Skinner, who got that big contract in the offseason. So good to see the Sabres again continuing to have a good start to this year, and we'll see if they can keep that up going into these late winter months heading into the stretch run of the season. But the team that's been a little bit of a shocking disappointment is the one the Predators played last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning, a team that won the President's Trophy convincingly last year and have not had the best start to the year. They're 18th in the NHL, 5-3-2, and two, with 12 points, and we look at the divisions, they're playing in a pretty tough Atlantic division with the Buffalo Sabres and the Boston Bruins. They sit fifth of eight teams in uh, the Atlantic division, tied with the Montreal Canadiens on points. But for Tampa Bay, a team with so much offensive talent, led by Steven Stamkos this year, uh, with five goals and six assists for 11 points. Nikita Kucherov's been slow out of the gate. The league's leading scorer last year in league MVP. He's only had three goals and seven assists for 10 points in 10 games. And that's a guy Tampa Bay would be looking to step up here kind of late in this run because he's got the offensive capabilities. He's got a great wrist shot, got a great set of hands. You've seen the no-move move that he's done before in the shootouts. But that's a guy Tampa Bay is going to need to step up because this is pretty much a similar team for Tampa Bay that they had that won the President's Cup, albeit some changes, adding a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk, who's actually had a great start for Tampa Bay, four goals and three assists in 10 games for seven points for Shattenkirk, who signed a one-year deal after being bought out by the New York Rangers. Braden Point, the restricted free agent that had everybody's attention in the offseason, had 91 points last year. He's had a slow start as well in seven games. He's had three goals, three assists for six points. Again, not playing all 10 games for Tampa Bay yet, but a guy you would expect maybe to have a few more points for the Lightning after last season. But again, Tampa is one of those teams led by a great coach in John Cooper, had great goaltending in Andre Vasilevsky, who's 5-2 and two on the season. You should be able to see the Tampa Bay Lightning turn it around, but it is going to be tough with the Buffalo Sabres having the start that they have. They've also had the Boston Bruins in their division and the Toronto Maple Leafs. So three teams in that Atlantic division who could be very tough for the Lightning to try to go back-to-back as Atlantic division champions. But for the Predators, a big win last night. They head in to play Chicago on Tuesday. That should be an exciting matchup. I'll have a preview of that game coming up on Tuesday as we look forward to yet another Central Division matchup between the Predators and the Blackhawks at the Bridgestone Arena and then end October with the Calgary Flames coming in on Halloween. Thank you for tuning in to today's recap and brief update on the NHL. I'm Sam Fleming for Penalty Box Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at SamFleming10 and make sure to follow Penalty Box Radio on all social media platforms and check out our website as well. So thank you for tuning in, Preds fans, and go Preds.